Welcome to the Strength-Based EDU podcast, where teachers are surviving and thriving using a strength-based model. Hi, this is Judy Blakeney. And Trisha Hyun. Here we are with our first edition of the Strength-Based EDU podcast. Welcome. today we're going to interview Debbie Schroeder and she's going to talk to us a little bit about what the revolution is all about, the strength-based revolution. Welcome Debbie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I've been an educator for more than 35 years and I love the work that I've done. I'm always looking for a different way to really reach more more of our scholars. So for me, this whole strength-based revolution is one approach that we need to seriously consider as educators. Okay, so one of the things we want to do is to actually define what that is, and through our um, revolutionary methods and approaches, what, what what are we looking to achieve? It's a philosophy. So a whole strength-based perspective is a philosophy. It's a different way of viewing the world. It's also a practice, meaning how we work with our scholars is totally transformed when we stop seeing them as individuals that need to be fixed, but instead we see them as just filled with this potential, and as educators, we need to help them release that potential. Thanks. That's a great uh, way of letting us know more about it. Thanks so much, Debbie. Hi, Tricia. I'm interested in finding out more about strength-based education. What can you share about it for students? Recently, in a PLC, we discussed our long-term EL students and how we needed something a little more creative, different to guide their instruction and to make sure that they were hitting some standards that we needed them to hit. So one of the first things we did was we looked at the strength-based approach gave them an assessment to measure their talents. Uh, We used Thrively.com, and we shared their talents with them, talked to them about their talents, talked about what it means to be flexible, to be an achiever, or to have the intellection talent. And from there, we are hoping that opportunities will open up for these students. And from the opportunities, we want those talents to turn into their strengths and their aspirations. And at the very end of it all, we're hoping to see a lot of results from this. Uh, the strength-based approach is definitely something the Fullerton School District is dabbling in, and I can't wait to hear who else in California is. Thanks so much, Tricia. This is Hiyam Aoni, and I have the privilege today of interviewing Judy Blankney on discovering her strengths. Hey, um, so one of the things that happened to me when I uh, took the Gallup Strength Finders assessment, I found out that my number one strength was being a learner. And it wasn't surprising to me when I found it out, but it was really transformative in a way because I love learning, I love reading, I love taking new courses, but I always felt a little guilty about it. Like, why am I doing this? And no one else is doing this sort of thing. And But in, in a way, when I found out that this strength took place, it really was empowering to me and made me realize that other people could feel that way if they could find out their strengths as well. 
Thank you for that. So what did you use to find your strength? I use the Gallup Strength Finders, which is for adults. And there's also um, other assessment things. There's Thrively.com, which is good for um, youth and teenagers sort of age. And then I think there's VIA, V-I-A. I can't remember exactly what it stands for. But there are a number of different strength assessment tools. Um, but Gallup is one for adults. Okay, wonderful. So um, you've received a grant from the Institute for Teaching. It's a 501c3 nonprofit subsidiary of the California Teachers Association. So can you tell us a little bit about the grant and how you're currently using it? So the grant is uh, Prepare for the Future, and it uh, helps students in my CTE class at Aliso Viejo Middle School uh, learn about coding and other skills. Um, we're going to be creating podcasts, and it really focuses on the seven factors of success. I probably can't uh, recite them all at once, but that's part of the grant process, is identifying those seven factors and how you can enhance them. So being student-centered, um, being future-oriented, results-oriented, uh, having connections between school and community are just some of the factors. And um, so that my plans in that was to um, use Thrively in my school and have all the students be aware of their strengths and trying to continue those strength-based conversations with them, as well as give them future-oriented and world-oriented experiences in the CTE classroom, particularly by developing some coding experience as well. So those are some of the ways I'm just in the midst of developing an applic the application of that grant this year. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, Judy, for your time. So what we really want to do is make sure that the strength-based education message goes out to as many teachers as possible. We want teachers to know that it is okay to focus on children's talents. Several of us here at the Institute for Teaching, the Instructional Leadership Corps, uh, CTA, at several different districts, uh, several district leadership models wrap around the strength-based movement, and if anyone out there wants to be involved uh, or to learn more, they can join us on Twitter at strengthbasededu, or they can visit our website, strengthbasededu.com, or the Institute for Teaching website, which is teacherdrivenchange.org. Thanks for listening.